I don't think we're going to have a great conversation is all I'm saying. I think you'd be surprised. I think your artistic directorial side would be inspired by her. <laughs> I'd just be so inspired. And you'd be like, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I'm inspired. Do you want to be my muse for my new documentary? Yeah. And she'd be like, I mean, I was Philion's muse when he used me for fitness of love. You know what I mean? And <laughs> it would just be like a beautiful moment. Fitness flaps. I just can't believe he was, you know, putting me in fitness flaps. I just, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Sunday Sauce, your grandmother's favorite podcast. Brooks, keep in the sink, all right? It makes us feel real. It makes us feel authentic, like a beautiful servant of the sauce. Episode 120, big deal, big things. 120, Phil, how you feeling today? A little sleepy, Vin. A little sleepy, a little sluggish, a little lethargic. Yeah, I did a lot. I was up at 7, played an early morning game of disc golf. Strong, strong. And it was a little birthday celebration, so, you know. Gotta do we got it. after it today. Very, very nice. How you feeling otherwise? Talk to me. What's going on in your brain? I feel like an old man in, in some ways. I feel like you fluctuate a lot. You have episodes where you're like, yeah, you know, just kind of feeling old and tired. And then you have other episodes where you're like, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like a fucking Doberman pincher. That is my energy. Like all the time. I know my as boy. Like that's, that's the new baseline. Uh-huh. But I went hard this week. You know, I ran six miles for a long run. So I'm back in the fucking zone in terms of fitness. How, like, how long did that take you? Like an hour. An hour for six miles? Yeah. Phil, when I'm impressed, I got to tell you that I'm impressed. That's some strong it's numbers. The, it's not that impressive. Listen, I didn't know you were that's a like, fucking horse, to be honest with you, my like guy. That's like 10-minute mile pace, you know, but it, it's a long run. So It's a long run. The goal is, the goal is for me to finish the half marathon. I mm. ideally would like to be sub two hours. You got but. it. And when is that again? That's March? Yeah, last week of March. It's going to be a cold run, my guy. You know how cold it is today? Yeah, I played disc golf in it, and the fucking wind blew my discs all over the yeah, place. you know what I did? I had a bunch of errands to do before my trip, and we're going to talk all about my trip. If you guys are watching this the day it goes up, actually, if you guys are watching this in the week of it being uploaded, I'm still in Aruba. I'm in the Caribbean. I'm hanging out with my girlfriend. We're doing fancy and fun things. We'll talk about that a little bit later, but I had a lot of errands to do today, Phil, before the trip. I just got back from Canada, and I'm, I'm Mr. On The Go these days, all right? I'm always doing something. I get outside. I get in my car because I had to send something through FedEx, and I notice a red symbol on my Tesla screen. I go, the fuck is this? I drive, butthole. I drive maybe for like... 20 seconds, and I notice, oh, my back right tire has zero fucking PSI. When I tell you zero, this shit was on zero. You so I go, PSI? I go, oh, boy. So I back that bitch up. I go back in my fucking driveway. Long story short, I called up uh, Tesla's roadside assistance. I got a guy coming here on Monday. You know what they tell me? They go, listen, if it's just a quick fix, it'll be $81. If they got to replace the tire, $461. Uh, excuse me. I don't even know how the fuck it got flat, bro. Like, right. we got to do some diagnostics. We got to figure this you out. You don't even leave. You don't even go that far. I mean, I barely drive the fucking thing. Well, what the fuck's what going mean. on? Anyway, so I got to take care of that. Then I got to stop by my mother's house and pick up some shorts. Now, Phil, I don't know if this ever happens to you, but you ever you ever go shopping and you buy some shit and then maybe like you throw it in a closet or you put it to the side and you kind of forget about it. So I, I'm obviously I'm going to the fucking Caribbean. It's going to be hot over there. I'm like, yo, right. I need some shorts. I need to let my stromboli hang out a little bit. I need some short shorts. I need to make sure that my legs get a nice tan. I found yeah. about six pairs of shorts with the tags on them at my mother's house. That never happens to me because... It was strong. It was a great time, move. Every time I buy something new, I try to get rid of an old thing. Oh, you're one of those. That's that's a great way to live. See, me, I'm 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 kind of a hoarder. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't like throwing shit away, especially when it has like sentimental value. You know, like some... I wear uh, those shorts every day when I was in the eighth grade. Uh, you know? At this point, it's got to go. I fucking chuck everything. Yep. See, I, I want to get on that wavelength. I really do. But yeah, so yeah. I, I got all those shorts. Sorry, go ahead. I wish I could see, you know, those clothing bin drop-offs where they give the clothes to people who actually need it okay. or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I want to see like if that actually goes to the people, you know what I mean? Mm. Or if they're just throwing those clothes out because I hope they're not fucking throwing them at, I hope not either. But That's like every up. time I pass by these, these bins, cause I do it rather often. 
I always see them full to the brim. I never see anyone taking them. See, see, my my brain just goes, no, it's going. It's going to the right purpose. It's going to the right cause. But Phil, conspiracy Phil, he's like, where's, where's this shit really going? Hmm? Well, that's a whole other argument with like recycling. Mm. Does it actually do anything? Pushback on recycling. They're like, it literally just ends up in the same fucking place. Same amount of emissions. That's what wild. are we doing here? That's wild. You ever notice when you're like at a gym and they'll have like a bin of toys around Christmas time? Yeah. And fucking toys better be going to kids. Because if I find out the CEO of the gym is playing with my fucking Lego set that I put there, exactly. it's, gonna be, it's gonna be a fucking problem. It's gonna be a motherfucking problem. There's a new like Xbox One just yeah. in the gym. Lounge. Oh shit, dude. And the guy's just like, listen, I know this is for a good cause, but there's a brand new Xbox One. Also, if you're at a gym and you drop an Xbox One in the fucking toys bin for kids, you're a good person. You're better than me. I'll tell you that much. You know what? I've seen some LA gyms here on social media, mm-hmm. YouTube. Yeah. Well, they'll have like lounges, cute little fucking play pens for adults mm-hmm. with like TVs and video games. Mm-hmm. If you have an arcade system in your gym, what are you doing? Listen, some people like to get a pump and then play Miss Pac-Man. What are you going to do? Think of all the grime, the sweat, the influencer juices all over the place. The ball sack stench, the natural musk of a sweaty ball sack. Forget it. It's disgusting, dude. It's disgusting. That's why I'm all about like the old school thing, like analog fill. I told you early 2021, back when we were, you know, making the podcast. Still in, in the mother's basement. Mother's basement. I said, I'm, I'm analog Phil. I'm all about the old school shit these days. The old school way is the best, man. You know, it, there's something about doing something like the way it's been done for years. You know, until it becomes too archaic, though. Dank gym that's dimly lit. I want a flickering light at my gym or I don't want to work out at all. Okay? Yeah. But I got to tell you, being uh, on vacation, there's a lovely gym at the hotel that I'm staying at. And there's something about getting a pump putting on some sunscreen and getting out there to the beach. And let me tell you, <laughs> when I got outside today, I had a bunch of shit I had to do, like I said. So I, I delivered the thing to FedEx. I had some bills I had to sign, some checks, put them in the mailbox, right? And I'm walking to the mailbox. I'm shivering. I'm going, oh, this is good. This is good. You know why? Because when I get off that plane tomorrow and I feel that hot Arubian sun, whoo, it's going to be feeling real good, baby. Aruba also has the natural trade winds, so it's a gentle breeze. How do you feel about the winds? Because I love the winds. Listen, we're talking trade winds. I like the winds. We're talking winds in Strong Island, New York. I don't like the fucking wind. That's what we call nasty seaweed winds, all right? They just they don't smell good. There's polluted air. I'm talking crystal clear blue waters, my guy. You want to know what I had for breakfast, Vin? What'd you have for breakfast, Phil? A musubi. You ever have a musubi? I don't even know what the fuck that is. You're going to have to enlighten me. It's going to sound disgusting. Break it down. Sushi rice. Okay. Seaweed. Love it. Spam. That's where you lost me, but yes, go on. <laughs> okay. Deep fried spam. Okay. In like a skillet. So it gets right. nice and hot. All right. Cooked with a teriyaki glaze and you wrap it up as if it's like sushi. Okay. That's it. Was it fire? Did you enjoy it? It is delicious. Yeah, dude. I... You know, tonight I wanted to keep it light for my last meal before I end up on a beach for a week. But I got to tell you, man, I've, I've been living. I've been eating like a like a beast. I'm not going to lie. Fucking desserts, new things, trying a bunch of stuff. Last night, ordered from uh, a pizza place. Got some, uh, what did I get? I got fucking rigatoni with like uh, chicken and fucking asparagus and some broccoli rabe. It was fucking good. We got some bow ties. You can't go wrong with a little farfalle, Filion. What are you going to do? <laughs> farfalle. I'm I'm fucking advanced these days. Let me tell you, we were going over it. We were like, you know, usually we come with a couple of topics and I got to say, I feel like lately I just, I have so many topics to discuss just because I've been living more life. Let me tell you guys about my fucking travel excursion that went on the travel disaster, as I like to call it. Phil, not only did I miss one flight, but I missed two flights in a 10 hour span. Tell me how that's fucking possible. Tell me how that's possible. What were you doing? Here's what happened, Phil, all right? I did not know that when you have a big bag that you're going to check, you need to be at the airport at least an hour before boarding because obviously those bags need to get put wherever the fuck they get put on the bottom of the plane or whatever. It's a different process than just bringing on a carry-on, you understand? So we got to the fucking airport and there was no fucking people 
at the international going from Canada to the USA section. So immediately I fucking start freaking out, right? We get to the bag scanner and it says uh, too late to scan the bag. So me and K-Dog start freaking out. We go up to a nice lady that was working the security line. She said, they're not going to let that bag on the flight. I can let you through, but they're not going to let you on with the bag. So How we big is this bag? It was a big bag. It was a very big bag. So, okay. so that's, that's the first problem, right? So now I'm thinking, motherfucker, well, I hope I could at least get a, I hope I could at least get a refund because we're missing this flight. So we're on our way back home. We get back to Kylie's place and we order another flight. This flight leaves, I believe at 6 a.m. 6.10 was the departure time. I go, well, surely we're not going to miss this one. You know, we just missed one last night. There's no way. We're going to wake up early. We're going to do the whole thing. It's snowing in Canada. All right. It's snowing a lot, Phil. I'm talking 21 centimeters. You want to know what that is? Google it. I work in centimeters Probably now. Probably about nine inches. There's a lot of fucking snow, right? So we get in the fucking Uber and we're going to the airport. Now, let me tell you something, Phil. I don't know if you ever went through custom lines. This was the longest custom line I've ever seen in all my days. All right. We got to the airport an hour and 40 ahead of the fucking departure time and we're pulling up to the airport and i see a line going through the airport like there's there's not supposed to be people lined up like this and i go that can't be for us right hey dog's like no there's no way we get in the airport sure as shit that was the line to get into the u.s customs section so let me paint this picture for you there was a line that started with probably no exaggeration 50 people on it that then went to the actual start of the line, went all the way back to the elevator, wrapped back around, and then you went into the customs room that then had the fucking ropes, lines, horizontal going across the yep. whole room. Yep. Oh, what? You thought it was over after that? No, my friend. You have to go to the customs officer line now. That also was a loop-de-loop. Lady comes up to us. What time's your flight? I go, it leaves in 15 minutes. Any way we can get in front? She's like, oh, goodness. Right this way. Moves a rope. Right? I go, oh, my God. We're about to get to the front of the line. Went to the that same Canadian fucking. Canadian hospitality. No, it went to the same fucking line. It maybe, no. it maybe led us in front of like two people. We saw a family, right? This family was running late. The people in front go, you guys are going to miss your flight. No problem. Get right in front. This bald officer at the uh, at the uh, customs line. He goes, we're not doing that. Whole family. Back of the line. I witnessed this man send a whole family to the back of the customs line. To my dismay, I says, oh my goodness, what the fuck? Like, I understand not letting them cut, but don't don't send them to the back now. It was crazy. I sit down at a table, right? This is after two flights missed now. Sit down at a table. I, I land my arm in a fucking puddle of syrup. Fucking syrup all over the table. Ew. Then... That's the most Canadian thing I've heard. Yeah. Then we book Just random syrup everywhere. Yeah. Then we book another flight with American Airlines. This fucking flight gets delayed by two hours. I'm thinking, what did I do? What, what do we do? Why are there so many problems? You know, also fun fact, which is really cool. You say it's very Canadian. Technically, when you get through customs in Canada, you were then in America. So when you're what? you're not even so basically the border, right, is on the other end of the customs line. So when you clear with the officer to walk through, you're then in America. So then you just get uh, on the plane to come back to Long Island. Well, New, New York, if you will, you know? Yeah, yeah. So that was fucking crazy. So now with our trip being, you know, in a couple hours, we are getting to the airport legitimately three hours before the flight. Because if we miss a flight to Aruba, there will be tears shed. I need this vacation so bad. I'm so excited, man. It's going to be beautiful, though. Sounds like a a rough time. It was a good time, you know? It was a good time because you have good company. But I'm not going to lie to you. After that second flight was missed and I'm on the phone with fucking Delta and two other airlines trying to get refunds for these flights that we missed, it was, it was a little stressful. Just a little bit. You know bit. what your problem was? What was my problem, Phil? He didn't fly blackout. That's true. You, you need that VIP treatment. You need it. You know who's, you know who's flying a, PJs? Who's that? Kanye West, Phil. You know what this we're going man, back to this? No, we're going back to this. We talked about okay. this on the member-exclusive episode uh, this week that just passed, which, by the way, if you guys want member-exclusive content, all you got to do is sign up $4.99 a month, and there's, like, what, 40-plus episodes there now, Phil? New episodes every Wednesday. Thank you to all the meatballs, by the way. You guys are the real MVPs. I want to pick your brain on this, because I already know what you're going to say, but I just want to hear you vocalize it for everybody. Okay. Kanye's Donda 2 comes out uh, in three days. The 22nd, it comes out, right? How? This man has been working, apparently. Doesn't look like it. 
He's been he's been grinding. A lot of social media, but a lot of grinding. Uh, it's not going to be on Apple. It's not going to be on Spotify. It's not going to be on YouTube or Amazon. It's not going to be on any of the major distribution services. He is releasing his entire album exclusively on the stem player. Have you ever heard of this? Isn't that like his device? So, yeah, so it's his device. This is crazy. So basically, and people can correct me if I'm wrong, if you're like a real like audiophile, if you're like music nerd, you could let me know because I don't know if I know this fully, but there's four separate tracks, four separate stems. You have like the vocals, you'll have like the synths, you'll have the overall beat, and then you'll have like drums, for example, and you can slide your finger to isolate the certain separate tracks from the overall mastered song. So the whole premise of the stem player is like, if you just want to hear Kanye's acapella or swipe to the left, hear Kanye and the drums or hear Kanye, the drums and the overall beat, like you could, it's pretty cool. Actually, it's very customizable. And he's releasing Donda two on that. The, The issue is, or not the issue, the, the thing that he's doing though, that has a lot of people stressed out is the fact that the player costs $200. So if you, if, Again, correct me if I'm wrong. If you want to listen to Donda 2, you need to buy a music player for 200 bucks. Now, the benefits here are that, obviously, you could download other music to the stems player and make it stem the songs. So you can still do that main functionality with other music. But the other argument that people are saying are like, Kanye, what the fuck? We're not spending $200 to hear your new album. So I just, I'm curious what your thoughts are, because it does. It weirdly does see seem very innovative, but also at the same time, it's like, I'm the biggest Kanye fan ever. I don't think I'm going to be buying a $200 music player when I already have a fucking phone that can stream You're music. You're so going to buy a stem player. I th- I'm not going to lie to you. I thought about it. I don't think I'm going to do it, though. This is coming from the guy. All right. Okay. Who adapted an entire brand based on God. Mm-hmm. Started giving Sunday services. Mm-hmm. Giving hope to the masses. Mm-hmm. And then sold merch in the name of God mm-hmm. for hundreds of dollars. Okay. Sweatpants. It's a grift. Like, uh, he, he's doing random shit to just be different. So then people could be like, wow, that's Kanye. Oh, that's Kanye for you. You want to oh, uh, hear some of the stats? Because he put the stats on his Instagram of the units sure. being sold. All right, so check this shit out, dude. So... The net sale since since its launch in 2021, August of 2021, $9.4 million. They have sold, what was the number? I saw a unit sold. Uh, where did he post this? I think they sold like 36,000 of them or something like that. That's honestly not that many, though. Their net sales in the last 24 hours has been $1.7 million. Oh. <laughs> so he wait, posted wait. about it recently and the sales like skyrocketed. Okay. Yeah, number of units shipped, 33,000 have been shipped. And it says the monthly run rate is 44,000. But there's also a thing that says monthly run rate, 241,000. So I don't know how many they're actually fucking selling, but the numbers are crazy. I mean, almost 10 million in sales since uh, August. I mean, but who's like saying that? He posted this on his own Instagram. So I don't know how I I doubt that would not be accurate. Like the guys, you know, he's worth almost 7 billion allegedly now, $6.6 billion. Phil. Yeah. He also said Pete Davidson has AIDS. So like, what, what are we doing here? Who's Pete Davidson? All I only know skeet, bro. Yeah. Skeet. I only know skeet, dude. So wait, you're telling me Kanye's net worth is 7 billion. I just look, it says 1.8. I saw an article underneath that, like main, uh, Google net worth, tab that said that Kanye claims he's worth like 10 billion or something like that. Yeah. See, it's 6.6 billion. Not fucking crazy. But like, why? Bro, the, the Yeezy brand alone has made him way more money than the music ever has. Right. And his whole like thing with the stem player is that he wants to give artists opportunity to actually make their actual like gross revenue because apparently stream services only pay like less than 20% of the, of the stream sales and all that, like to the artist. Right. I just, I don't think the STEM player has that like artistic integrity in it. Like, you know, I don't think he's doing this for better payouts. You know what I mean? Well, I wonder if there's going to be like a fucking, I don't know, a red hot chili pepper STEM player, you know, like one that you buy specifically (laughs) that they would make all the money from it. And it's like licensed through him. I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, but you have to, you have to carry this little fucking egg around. Like what? 
I I was with you. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't think your mind's going to change. But when I was looking at it at first, I even like was joking around with K-Dog at the airport. I'm like, I'm not buying this thing, Kanye. Like, what the fuck is this? And then the more I looked into it, I'm like, it's a pretty cool device. But again, like the whole purpose of smartphones was to eliminate the iPod in your pocket along with your cell phone in your pocket, along with the fucking nine other things that we carry around. It's like you have the one device. Why would I then take out the stem player to listen to music when most music, if not all music is on these streaming services. That's on my phone. Will there be a time where other artists go, yo, you know what? Kanye's right. Fuck that. We're going to stem player. This shit. Is that going to become the new norm? I don't fucking know. I'm just here to ask questions. That's it. This thing looks like I can buy it off Alibaba for $4 and Jesus slapped his name on it. And that's, that's the thing too. Like the, 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 Purpose of listening to music in STEM form. It's cool. But how often are you going to do that? Like, how often am I going to be like, yo, Phil, throw on fucking No Child Left Behind. And I just want to hear the vocals and the drums. All right, sure, Vinny. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yo, I this know, shit's hard. Because music is intended to be listened to the mixed and mastered version, right? So I, I feel like it's a cool thing to show to a friend. But how often will you really use that functionality? I don't you know. know. What this, you know what this would be cool for? Let me hear it. If Kanye West released or started a pop-up shop, right? Mm-hmm. The Yeezy brand pop-up shop, and they sold these things as like cool one-off heirlooms of the Yeezy brand. That's cool. Sure. Like, oh, do you have Kanye's stem player? Yeah, I got it at the New York City pop-up shop back in 2022. Okay. You know what I mean? But to like put this on everyone, like, oh, this is how you're going to listen to my album. It's just like... It is a little weird. Yeah. And I don't know. There, there's a, I think there's like a STEM music platform that that will have the album on it as well. So you could stream it. I can't imagine you only can listen to it on the fucking device. There's no way. Yeah. But then like how many artists are on STEM? Well, that's the other thing that you have to talk about then. Remember when Jay-Z put all of his music on title, he wasn't on any of the other platforms. I legit just didn't listen to Jay-Z anymore. I know. Like I would, I would YouTube some of his songs if they were on there or whatever, but I wouldn't, I I didn't listen to Jay-Z heavily again until he was back on Spotify. Like I didn't value Jay-Z's catalog enough to get a whole subscription to a new platform. You know what I'm saying? Let alone spend $200 on a fucking player. That's the thing, right? If there was, but that, that's why I say like, we joke about it now, but if a lot of artists got together and said, yo, take my fucking shit off Apple and Spotify, I'm going to stem. If, okay, let's, for example, if they had Eminem, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, 50 Cent, Kanye, Jay-Z, Ludacris, Lil Wayne on stem. Now you're, now you're talking to me and I'm going, I'm probably buying the fucking thing. If they got ripped off of the other platforms. That would never happen. Who knows though? Who knows? I do. <laughs> That's never I, I going like to happen. I feel crazier shit has happened. Wasn't Taylor like Swift what? not on Spotify for the longest? She was just on Apple Music. Yeah, but that's not crazy. That's just another streaming service. This is a literal tangible device that you have to order for $200. It's not $9.99 a month. Do they have, have let me unlimited see I, music? I, I want to see if they have a platform itself. So it, sa- yeah, so it says platform, no compatible device found. I don't know what that means. Failed to connect. <laughs> okay, so do you need to have the device? To- I think you need the fucking device. Hold on, info. Yeah. Stem player. Customize any song. It ships with Donda. Split any song into stems. Features. Control vocals, drums, bass, and samples. Isolate parts. Add effects. Four-channel lossless audio mixing. Real-time loop and speed control. Tactical effects. Save, playback, and download mixes. That's pretty cool. Update content and software. Specs, Bluetooth, soft skin, haptics, four-touch sensitive lights, uh, N7 dB speaker, 3.5 millimeter headphone jack, USB-C powered and data. So yeah, I don't I mean, there's got to be software to get the songs on there, right? Might be partnered with Title, actually, because I do see Title X stem. That's interesting. Wow, that's crazy, too. It's called Yeezy Tech. Damn. How do I get support? Yeah. How do I get my own music? Okay, so yes, the platform can split any song into stems. So I think once you have the device plugged in and then you go to platform, I think it downloads software. Maybe someone that's listening has this thing. I don't know. I got to say, though, I might want to buy this just for just for content purposes so we could talk about it. And I'm also kind of intrigued the more I'm looking at it, to be honest with you. 
God damn it, Vinny. Oh, shit. Guys, am I being the typical consumer again? Oh, yeah, you no. are. You're consuming oh, as we speak. Listen, at least give me credit. I'm I'm questioning it. I didn't just say, oh, Connie's new album's on the stem player purchase. I'm thinking about it. I'm looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm making it's strides. I'm making strides. No. It's a great conversation because, like, what if? What if the stem player ends up being the new norm, dude? I just wouldn't fucking listen to music, dude. Just fucking <laughs> hum, just, just hum shit in your brain. Yeah, you know what I would do? I'd start learning the piano and yep. start studying classical music. There you go, making making your own beats. Plane of existence. That'd be pretty fucking lit. You know what else is lit, Phil? What's that? I'm gonna be riding a horse on the beach. A horse? A horse. So we booked an excursion today. It's a sun sunset horse riding excursion. Check this out. I maybe rode like a fucking little pony, you know, back at like a fucking petting zoo at like a block party right. setting, but I've never ridden a horse fully. Okay. You had a pony at a block party? I've been to some lit block parties. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> wow. Okay. You know, exclusive block parties, you know, they send that exclusive invites. I'm sorry you yeah, weren't you need, there, Phil. You need an NFT to access Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gary V was there and he was also riding the ponies. But anyway, I digress. So I am terrified, but I'm going to do this because I'm spreading my wings. I'm learning how to fly a little bit. I'm, I'm doing new excursions. I'm trying new things. But what's really cool is they, you know, they bring the horses down like this uh, desert beach vibe with like cactus and shit. There's a lot of Aruba's like desert areas, which is dope. And then you leave the horse at a spot and then there's like this like pool cove area that you jump in and you go swimming for a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm excited. I am very, I very exactly excited where that is. It's going to be cool. I'll, I'll take a lot of pictures and shit and we'll, we'll talk about it uh, in a future episode. Also, we will be recording a member exclusive piece of content while I'm there. So stay tuned for that, folks. We're going to be recording. I want to see a coconut in your hand, sunglasses on and nipples out. If you want me to be absolutely hammered for that episode, I'll do that too, Phil. Whatever you need. I'll, I'll drink an Aruba Reba. That's apparently one of the best drinks there. What's the monkey drink? Slippery monkey. Is that what it is? Slippery monkey? Chocolate. Chocolate monkey drink? I know what you're talking about. It's very chocolatey. It's called the slippery monkey. I'm telling you right now, it's called <laughs> that the That sounds fucking... like a sex position, No, dude. I'm telling you, slippery monkey drink. Yeah, slippery monkey Aruba. Oi, mate. I gave her the slippery monkey last night. Every hour is happy hour in Aruba. The slippery monkey. All right, so let's see. It's a, uh, let's, I want to see what the ingredients Look are. that coffee liqueur based crowd. Yeah, flavor. so it's got half an ounce of coconut rum, half ounce of Kahlua, Half ounce of vodka, half ounce of Bailey's, or ice cream, bruh. 1.4 ounces of creme de banana. Fresh banana or banana juice. De oh, I'm getting a slippery monkey right when I'm off the fucking jet, my guy. It actually just spawns in your hand right when you get off the plane. Yeah, it just goes bleep, and then you catch it, and you're good to go. I remember when I went to Aruba, it was an all-you-can-eat, all like, inclusive thing, right? Clean. And something about the food over there just didn't agree with me, so I wasn't... I was a little backed up. You know what I mean? You were, sh you were shitting a little bit on vacation. It happens. Not even that. I wasn't shitting. That was the problem. Oh, you were fucking, so you were constipated. I accrued like three days worth of just buffet food. Oh God. I'm walking around the pool thinking I'm like, you know, looking pretty good. Nice and tan, golden glow, some muscle definition, but would have been a lot more had I taken a big shit. I'm walking around the pool. And one of the workers is like, damn, man, you're looking full. And I was like, oh, thanks, bro. I thought, I thought he meant like jacked. <laughs> he meant like. Like you look pregnant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, man, you, look, you have a child in your belly. <laughs> yeah, literally. Jesus. My girlfriend's like, that's not a compliment. And I look in the fucking mirror. I'm like, holy shit. I, yeah, it's like when change. someone goes, oh, you've been eating good. Things are good. And you're like, dude. Yeah, things have been good. Why are you saying I've been eating good? Uh, do I look I a little fucking, round to you? Do I amuse I you? I summoned the Kraken that day. <sighs> Dude. In the bowl. Let me tell you something right now. Not to be too... Uh, Spackled it. Not to like be too Jackson vulgar. Pollock. Okay. All right. Well, let's get vulgar then. Fuck it. Bang. When you are backed up for at least three days, then you finally unleash and you take a shit, forget it. It's one of the best feelings in the world. Floodgates open, baby. <laughs> Let me tell you something else. I will upload. I will upload a picture of me and a fucking flamingo on this trip. All right? All right, we're going to this island, and there's flamingos there, and they're very friendly apparently. And I don't want to get pecked by a fucking flamingo, but I will feed it. I will feed the flamingo. Now, contrary to popular belief, I don't think they're native to Aruba. I think they were <laughs> they brought, were brought in. 
we, we, we've been doing a ton of research. Apparently they were brought in from Brazil and some brought in from Chile. I believe I can, I can correct myself in the next episode if I was wrong, but did you also know, Phil, that flamingos are not born pink. They're born as little white birds. And then when they eat shrimp and certain things in their diet, it brings out the pink fluorescent color. I think I did know that, but that, that is some good zoology. Listen, uh, I'm getting smarter every day. You know why? Because I'm learning things. I'm going out. I'm traveling. I'm reading books. I'm not reading books, but, you know, having a good time. I, s I saw the new Jackass. I saw it, too. It was fucking Dude. ridiculous. Dude, <laughs> that movie, I think it's one of the best ones, quite honestly. It is fucking fantastic, bro. I, I almost threw up. Not threw up. I almost passed out. Let me correct what was myself. What favorite prank slash stunt? Bro. I don't know the guy's name, so I'm so sorry. Maybe you will know. I'm not like huge into the jackass lore. Like obviously I know Steve-O and Johnny Knoxville, but the one guy that they kept hitting him in the nuts. Aaron. Dude, they <laughs> decimated this man. Carried that movie. Bro, I could not oh, even believe how. F my God. So I won't spoil anything. You guys got to go watch this movie or rent it when it's or, you know, stream it. I don't know if people are even renting movies these days, but when you can watch it at home, you watch it at home, too. They, they if this man could have kids before this, no fucking shot. He's having children anymore. They destroyed his ball sack. <laughs> Dude, he had a kid after the movie. Did he really? God bless yeah. him. Strong swimmers. Strong. Those nuts still work. <sighs> but yeah, just even talking about it, like I start to get a little queasy and fucking my nuts start hurting. That's the thing about Jackass. You watch the pain and then you feel like the visceral pain as you're watching. Bro, when they did the fucking, you know what I'm saying? Do you already know what this is? I won't, I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to spoil anything. But at the end of the movie. No. You don't remember at the end of the movie when they were punching the ball sack? Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a slow-mo shot of these nuts just getting pelted. And I'm sitting there like. How about just taking a full-on punch? This was in the trailer to the movie. Yeah. By Francis Ngannou to the ball sack. <laughs> now, granted, he was wearing a cup, but still, that does not. I mean, it probably saves you from death, to be honest <laughs> with you. Oh, God, I can't even talk about this, bro. Fuck me. My nuts are killing me. But yeah, he got punched by Francis and dude, he, like he came off the ground. He was standing on two chairs. He just lifted off the ground, landed yeah. on the fucking floor. It was I crazy. I would rate that movie just like a perfect 10 out of 10 in terms of entertainment. It's perfect for what it is. You know, you don't go to a, go into a jackass movie like expecting, you know, a very thespian, beautiful well, piece of work. I actually thought that it was really well shot. Like it looked great. It did and look really good. And everything. It did look really good. I would say, too, the new cast members were fantastic. It's really cool to see the OGs and you know how they're going to react to things. And then you see the new cast members who are like, oh, how is this guy going to handle this particular stunt? And then they react and you're like, that's hilarious. Poopies was probably my favorite new addition. Dude's fucking hysterical. And I will say uh, the skateboard falling on Steve O's shins, easily yep. the biggest laugh for me, where he forgets to be a mime. And he just goes, ah, fuck, I forgot to be quiet. That was fucking priceless. And the thing is, Phil, like I said, you know, you don't go on a jackass expecting this amazing cinematic masterpiece. But you know what is an amazing cinematic masterpiece? What's that, Vin? Uncut Jams. <laughs> Uncut, Uncut Jams. And Phil, Uncut I was John Muse when he um, when he wrote Uncut <laughs> By the way, all over my For You clip. page. Have I, I watched watch that, that fucking clip? clip. I've no, seen I say, that clip on my For You page every other swipe. We? I want to watch it live right now. Yeah, pull that shit up, Jamie. Let's get it. Fucking uncut joms. For those who don't know what we're talking about, uh, Julia, what's her last name? Fox? Julia yeah. Fox, Kanye's girlfriend. Uh, I think they're dating. I don't fucking know what's going on anymore. But she was on Call Her Daddy. Uh, and she was like, you know... Would you say you're Ye's muse? What is a muse? And her response was like, I was John Safdie's muse when he wrote Uncut Joms. Here, I'll play it. Uh, I got the link right here. Let's see what we got over here, Philly on. All right, you ready to sync it up? Yep. All right, three, two, one, play. We are the muses. I mean, I was Josh Safdie's muse when he wrote Uncut Joms. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like things like right. that. <laughs> The fucked up oh. part is like, yeah, I'm really exaggerating, but like, dude, that's literally how she said it. 
Uncut she said jams. Uncut jams. <laughs> uncut jams. What does she even mean? Like, what does she mean? I was his muse. I I think a, a muse is like a form of inspiration. Again, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think what she was saying is like her vibe, her character in the movie was inspired by like her in real life. So when he was writing the movie, he wrote that character with her in mind. She was the inspiration. She was the muse. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I totally get it. Do you ever feel like you are a muse and an uncut job? You know what, Vin? I was team Julia Fox for a while. I thought she was just cool. I thought Re she was I'm actually that shocked that you thought she was cool. Not to say that she's not cool, but I just feel like well, she's not your cup of tea. Well, listen. I guess I really didn't know that much about her. Mm -hmm. She doesn't just doesn't pass the vibe check as far as I'm concerned. Like if we were all at a party, right? Okay. Me, you, let's say Kanye. Okay. Uncut jams, Pete Davidson, Machine Gun Kelly. Is this a party or is it about to be like a fist fight? What's going on no, here? It's a party at my house. Oh, okay. So you invite everybody over, but you didn't tell them that they were all going to be there. So Kanye doesn't yeah, no. know he's about to see Skeet. No, nah, no shot. Okay. Wow, you got balls, kid. Who, who else is coming? You, you know, you got to invite some guests. Jake Paul, 100%. Okay. <laughs> um, I really want the voice actor from uh, Nigel Thornberry to be there. Smashing. Right. He needs to be there. And you know who else has got to be there? Who? Yo, it's a folks okay, GP coming at you. Yeah, GP's got to be there. And the dynamic duo, the Island Boys. Oh, yeah. I mean, if the Island Boys are not there, I'm not even showing up. I promise you that. Let's throw Drake in there, too, for shits and giggles. 100%. So we're all chilling. We're having some chips and dip, you know, mm -hmm. passing around some fruit punch, what have you. Yeah. Maybe MGK and Pete Davidson start chopping it up in the corner. Me and you Absolutely. are just, like, scoping out the vibes. Yeah. Julia Fox comes over. <laughs> I don't think we're going to have a great conversation is all I'm saying. I think you'd be surprised. I think your artistic directorial side... Would be inspired by her. <laughs> I'd just be so inspired. And you'd be like, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I'm inspired. Do you want to be my muse for my new documentary? Yeah. And she'd be like, I mean, I was Philion's muse when he used me for fitness of love. You know what I mean? And <laughs> it would just be like a beautiful moment. Fitness flaps. I just can't believe he was, you know, putting me in fitness flaps. I just, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Do you know uh. what I mean, Phil? It's like, why? Like, Megan Fox, right? Yes. She, she has, like, that same energy, like, yeah, I smoke weed. I have sex. Julia Fox has food. the same fucking energy. I require shelter to survive like other humans. Like, is anyone normal, Vin, or no? I think we're pretty normal, but you know why? Because we're Why? from we're from Strong Island. The problem is, though, I'm pretty sure Julia Fox is a New York native. No shot. I'm bro. I'm telling you, I think she's from New York. Let me look this up. I I think she grew up in like Brooklyn or some shit. Second of all, oh wait, I guess she is. Okay, so here's the thing. I I just pulled up Wikipedia. Okay, it says 1990. So I'm like, oh, she's not that old. She's. I mean, she's 32. Yeah, no, she's yeah, she's young. I'm getting to the point now where, or we're getting to the point now where people in the nineties are going to be 30. <laughs> That's weird. I'm four years away, dog. I'm what close. The fuck. I'm telling you. All right, bro. She was born in Milan, Italy to an Italian mother and American father. Where did she grow up though? Yeah. Look at this. Wait, 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 wait. No shot. What? What? Bro. What? She worked several service jobs, including at a shoe store, an ice cream shop, a pastry shop, and then worked as a dominatrix for six months. <laughs> Half a year of dominatrix experience? Yeah. Julia Fox, can you step on my balls? I was just doing a lot of cock and ball torture. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like stepping on cocks and balls. Do you I know what I mean? just twist them around like a light bulb. Oh I my mean. God. <laughs> <laughs> the crazy thing is, it's, uh, it's wild to me how the internet hops on just like these bandwagons of like roasting people. Bro, I swear to Christ, dude, like every two swipes on my For You page was a new person like imitating that line. 
And then she she apparently like responded and took it like a good sport. She was just like, leave me alone. I was I was high or something like that. I was stoned out of my mind. You know what I mean? Definitely not media trained. Come on. I'm media trained. Same. You put me in front of a camera anywhere, I'm good to go. Forget it, bro. You you can't you can't break through my exterior. Because we're fucking schnoo tubers, man. How much weight you think I th- how much weight do you think I'm gonna gain on this trip? Res- respectively. I think what's going to happen is you're going to have the same reaction to food that I had. Like you're going to have delicious food, but then it's just going to be stockpiled mm. in your, in your jujenum, right? Your duo, your duodenum. Yeah. And, uh, you're going to ap- absolutely unleash an apocalypse when you come home. I'm going to be honest Try. with you. I, I have very good bowel movement. Like I shit twice a day. Most days I'd say. Dude. But whenever there's a plane involved, I don't know about you guys. The pressure makes me gassy, dog. I'm telling you, that's a real fucking thing. Do you know what I mean? That's what I mean. Like, the, the plane fucks everything up for some reason. Oh, bro, that was the worst, too. We sit down on the fucking plane. I, I mentioned the delays. So at this point, we're only like an hour delayed. And then we're on the plane. He's like, all right, we're going to uh, prepare for takeoff. Uh, everybody, just buckle your seatbelts and prepare for liftoff. We drive around. We taxi. That's what they call it. They taxi for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, ladies and gentlemen at LaGuardia Airport, they are not letting any planes fly in, so we're uh, gonna be sitting here for about <laughs> probably an hour. And the whole plane was like, "Oh, what?" And we just sat there for an hour, and then we took off. You know Why I'm, is it that all all pilots have that same like uh, we talked about it before, like the radio voice? Yeah, <laughs> and literally the the crazy thing is too, it was it was very windy. On the uh, on the landing, I mean, I'm 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 a pussy with the flying. I'm not gonna lie to you. So like the slightest wind, I start freaking out. But the fucking the the pilot, like we landed and it was very rocky, and he's just like, "All right, welcome to New York Laguardia, where the local time is and what." And started doing his pilot shit, and I was like, "Yo, like, were we safe though? Like, I know you, we landed now and we're good, but like, dude, at one point, like the the plane." Did one of those. And like <laughs> the lady next to me weave. was just gripping her seat and she was making me nervous. I don't know if you guys do this shit, but when I'm flying, I look at the flight attendants to just make sure they look good because they're doing this shit all the time. So if I look over and a flight attendant is like sitting down, like looking around like this, you know, something's wrong. But my flight attendants are just happy. One guy was like doing stand up, literally. He's like, he's like, guys, I'm just letting you know I'm off Saturday, Sunday, and I don't want to do any paperwork, so please put your masks on. I was like, this guy, he's in good spirits. <laughs> Hell yeah. I feel like it takes a very specific person to be a flight attendant. Oh, for sure. You got to have that charisma. Let me ask you a question, I Phil. I don't think it's grounded in realism, if you know what I mean. No one walks around that happy. I'll tell you that. That's what I'm saying. Also, I, I got to be honest, I, I don't love it. I don't love it when like a flight attendant will like for example, I've been in this position before where my seat maybe wasn't all the way upright and they come over and they're just like, we're just going to take off soon. Let me just press that for you. And they're holding the button while the fucking seat is like leaning up. So they're just like, well, you're in there. Yeah, literally. And I'm just like <laughs> awkwardly staring like that. I don't love that, you know, but they're doing their job. I also hate that. I always have to have my fucking backpack under the seat. I don't understand why I can't just keep it like by my legs, but. You know, I'm not a pilot. I don't know these things. Or why you need a fucking seatbelt in the first place? <laughs> like, where are you going? I, you know, I guess if if God forbid something happens, you need to be strapped in, right? You don't want to hit your fucking head on the ceiling. But let me I ask mean, you a question, Phil. You're on a flight, right? You're about to take off. Everybody, please just put your masks on. We're preparing for departure. Everyone, ready the cabin, right? And you look to your right and you see, I'd say like a 47-year-old woman. Leech blonde hair, not wearing the mask. Flight attendant comes over. Miss, please, uh, we're going to have to ask you to put the mask on, flight protocol, or we will not be able to take off. (laughs) And she starts doing the, this is a free country. I'm not wearing my fucking mask. I'm eating. See, look, I'm eating. She starts, like, pretending to eat and shit. Now, are you going to be the guy that says... Put your fucking mask on or get off the flight because you're going to make us all get off the flight. Or are you minding your own business? Because I, 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 I was thinking about this. I go, if I'm ever in a position where someone's like acting up on the plane. As a as a as a good Samaritan, is it better to say, put your fucking mask on or get off and like step into it? Or do you just stay quiet? Vin, I'm not getting paid to deal with a Karen. <laughs> I'm going to. Just watch, observe, mm, and, just, and then laugh 
at the stupidity of mm. other people. Here's the thing, though. I don't have mental energy to do that. Here's the thing. This is where I would get the mental energy. If, if it gets to the point where they're going to start saying, okay, we're going to have to deboard. Like the whole plane can't fucking leave because this one person will put on their mask. That wouldn't happen. They would just kick her off. Is that, is that, I've seen, hasn't there been stories though where like the entire plane can't go because of the one person? Or do no, they, they just remove them? Escort them off. Okay. Well, if that's the case, yeah, let them just, you know, do their thing and then they get removed. Beautiful. You know what I would do? I'd put on one of these, right? See these? What are we looking at here? Oh, oh, wow. Little earbud action? No. The problem was, can't find my AirPods. So I was like, fuck it. I have a long run to do. And I was in the, I was in, I was in that mindset, right? Where I was like, I'm going to run six miles. No matter what. Or die. Yeah. Like, die trying. So I needed, I needed some type of <laughs> BPM, you know, beats per minute. Absolutely. Need you need music. something to get the rhythm. I needed a muse. Do you so know what I, I mean? Call up, I call up the running store and I was like, do you guys have any Bluetooth headphones? And I wasn't, I wasn't asking for much, right? I just need something to play music. A fucking stem player would have worked. Absolutely. Just run with it. She's like, duct tape to your ear. She's like, yeah, we have these things called aftershocks. I'm like, all right, cool. She gave me the whole spiel. Okay. Basically, they're like bone. Oh, I know what this is. Vibration shit. This, <laughs> like, is, I don't know. this is cool. They don't go in your ear. They go around your ear. Yep. And they yeah. play like into your ear. It's pretty cool, you know. I use them on my runs, and uh, I like them. Dude, does it now sound good though? Honestly, it's not it's not particularly great, but so they're designed for fitness, right? Because I'm looking at the AfterShocks Airbone conduction wireless headphones, or not headphones. I guess just like head pieces. <laughs> oh, they come in different colors. Yeah, like the sound clarity, and uh, what's the word for it? The sound quality, basically, it, it's not up to par to any sort of like earbud or headphone. How's the bass? But How's the bass? That's all I care about. It's pretty decent. The whole purpose and like the reasoning behind it is like you want to be able to hear your surroundings, ideally. While yes. You're now, Vin, you got you got to tell the people about Aruba while I go take a mean piss because I'm about I'm sweating profusely. Bro, yeah, yeah, go pee, no problem, dog. All right, all right. All right have a have a good piss. Thank you. You know, I got to tell you guys, while this guy's going to take a piece of deal, he's been pissing like this at the end of every episode, like clockwork, around the 47, 48 minute mark. This guy just goes up, goes to pee, and he's like, hey, Vinny, take over. I can do it. I'm a fucking professional. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, I know this episode has been very Aruba topic heavy, but I'm fucking excited, guys. We got all the excursions situated. We're going on like this cool sunset boat, horseback riding, like we mentioned earlier. Very excited, but also very scared about that. I'll probably wear a helmet just to be safe. But then again, like I want to look cool, but you know, there's always that debate. Do you want to look cool? Do you want to wear the helmet? I think helmets are cool. Fuck it, I'm wearing the helmet. I just talked myself into it. But there's a lot of good food. There's this one dinner that we're doing. I'll tell Phil about this when he gets back as well, where you essentially eat on the water. So like your feet are in the water while you're sitting at a table. I know that sounds a little ridiculous. Like, why would you want your feet to be in the water? But if it's like warm water and it's like right on the coast, sheesh. I mean, sign me up. That sounds dummy OP. Literally tonight. If you guys want to know what else I'm doing, I am uh, doing a stream with K Dog. So if you guys are at the stream, let me know. Also, you guys should check out my channel, Original 151, and check out Phil's channel. I feel like we never promo our separate channels ever. You guys should also follow us on IG at Philion, at Vinny. Look at this. She's back. How you doing? How you doing? How'd that feel? Feel good? Felt great. So what, what's going on with you? How come you keep peeing during episodes? Is everything okay, like health-wise? I'm running, dude. Gotta stay hydrated. That's true. Drinking a lot of fucking water. Dude, I drink so much water. Like a lot. Are you pee are you peeing a lot? I pee, I pee every fucking morning, bro. You know those morning pees where you're like, I don't want to get up or my dick is going to explode. Yeah. Yeah, one of those. Like when the pee is right at the dickhead, you know? And if you just move the wrong way, it might just squeak out. You know what I'm saying, no, Phil? My, my pee is stored in the balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happens is my sack gets really swollen. Kind of like a beanbag chair, and I'm forced to go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Give me a second. I just dropped some. Oh! <laughs> Tell you something. My back ain't what it used to be. <laughs> Philion. Oh, Philion. I am so fucking excited, though. But yeah, literally, other than other than that, I got, I got nothing else going on. The people are coming to fix my tire on Monday. 
I won't be here. So Joey's going to have to take care of that. Thanks, bro. Haven't talked to him about it yet. There's no shot he's going to do that. He's going to fucking do it. Because you know what? All he does is work out and sleep. He can also help me get a tire fixed, this motherfucker. Yeah. I'm also hoping they don't have to replace the whole fucking tire. Like, I ain't about that life, dude. Like, just please, just pump some fucking air in the thing and let's keep it schmoving. <laughs> I, I got you know, I, I to drive to the fucking gym. It. I know how to repair a tire. Yeah? Yeah. Stop by. Fix the fucking tire. See, you might have a big fucking leak if you have zero PSI in there. Well, I noticed before I left for Canada on my last trip that it went down like three or four ticks. And I was like, okay, it's just the weather. Classic. Slow leak. Exactly. But then I got home and I saw that motherfucker was at zero. And I says to myself, oh, that's a stinky poop. It's kind of a weird process. You go to like the auto body store, unless you have like a shop where you have the stuff on hand. But Mm. it's like, looks like a slim gym. And it's like this really sticky, like log and they shove <laughs> and it in get, the hole and cut it right and then put like a exactly. fucking adhesive yeah, over it see, you know how to do it listen phil i've been around the block a couple times i used to get flats in my fucking my first car ever had these huge fucking rims on it and i would get flats every time I hit a pothole <laughs> just every time so every, every time day because new york because the tax money doesn't go to any sort of infrastructure where, where and- is our tax money going i'm just curious because there's fucking potholes all over strong island how strong, how strong are we as an island if we have potholes everywhere? That's what I want to know. Really you put me personally. Not very strong at all. It's a damn shame, Philion. How's the house coming along? Give us some new update. I saw Wildy painted the, the outside of the windows black. That looks very clean. Mocha brown. Ooh. Mocha, no, sorry. Mocha black. There it is, see? Very nice. Because yeah, we got, I feel, I literally feel like an old man. But it's kind of like a good thing because I know so much about like renovations, uh, decorating, design, repairs. Like I'm a wealth of knowledge, right? So Absolutely. we dyed, we stained the floors a mix of ebony and jacobean. Ooh, dark color, nice. Yeah. So you send, that, send like pictures. Black jacobean. It's like a nice dark. It's pronounced jacobean, but I know what you mean. Keep going. Yeah, jacobean. Yeah, yeah. So we wanted to match that, so she is really handy and artistic and she was able to like paint that to match it very cool i went shopping today at this one place where i don't even know what you would call it i guess a gallery they get a bunch of stuff from like estate sales so everything is like really unique and like that's cool so we're just like taking it slow decorating the house but like when you come when you come over you're gonna see some vibes for sure i'm excited i bought a new uh not couch but it's like this giant cool bench thing that's gonna be behind me because I'm not in like the biggest office, but there's like empty space behind me. So this is like the, it's like the weirdest size couch that's like perfect. And Beautiful. I just saw it and I was like, I'm getting it. Yeah, I got a couch right, comes coming Monday. from my office as well, actually. You guys can't see it, but off to the right side of me, there's a bunch of space where I'm going to put a couch for like, if I'm doing a big stream, people want to hang out and be cozy in the back, or if I just have some company over and then I'm probably going to put like a TV in this room along this wall, get some more foam. My office is basically done though. I can't believe how fast I got everything done. But like you look around, you just see like your workstation. You're like, yo, fucking dummy crushed it. <laughs> Hell I yeah. think it is really important to have a quality workstation. Oh, no. Feel at peace. Of course it is. You, 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 I mean, especially when you do what we do and you're working long fucking days in these rooms. Like, of course, you got to be cozy. Where is your uh, office? Is it upstairs or is it in the basement? Yeah, it's just a bedroom that's converted into, like, where my computer and shit is. Very nice. Yeah, you're not really screaming in your content, so you could probably pretty much record at any time, right? Yeah. When do you, when do you come back to the streaming scene, my guy? No shot. You're just done with streaming? I had a conversation with my brother-in-law about this today because he's really interested in like all the content stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, ba- I basically explained to him that like the cost benefit of me streaming just doesn't add up where like that time could be sunken into like making better videos, getting more topics to make videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, about like the long form stuff I'm working on behind the scenes. Um, Which is going to be just, sick, it, by it, the way. You guys should definitely just, check that shit out. Doesn't make sense at this point. But I mean, like, once I start pulling a million views a video, then I could fucking... My parasocial relationship with my audience isn't as strong as it needs to be for it to be effective for me to stream. Mm, interesting. Do you, do you like streaming? Just, like, if, if you could pick... Let's say, like, 
business-wise, both were the same for this argument. Would you rather stream or would you rather do videos? I think streaming is, like, I don't want to say easier, but it's less creatively taxing, I would say. Mm. But more physically demanding. Oh, no fucking question. Jesus Christ. Yeah, streaming is is no joke, man. It's crazy, like... I don't think people truly understand until you're in the moment and you're under the fucking bright lights and you're doing like even just like a six hour stream, for example, of entertaining, reading chat, playing a game and just making sure you're putting on a good show. It literally mentally exhausts you. I used to do 12 hour days at the pizzeria. That's like a piece of cake compared to a six hour stream because there's so much downtime where you're just doing nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, okay. If I'm playing, am I like a video game streamer? I can play video games all day. I would just do whatever you're most passionate about. I know, but in this hypothetical, like. Pick pick your poison, whatever you're feeling. Bro, I I could sit on stream and play video games all fucking day. That's sweet. Doesn't phase me. That's dope. But if, but if I have to like, I just, I I get way too in my head with like creative projects where like I have all these thoughts where I wanted to get everything perfect and then nothing actually gets done because I'm just like. It's paralysis by analysis. That shit is real. I'm telling you. That's why I tell people all the time. You just got to fucking start because then you'll realize how much better you get over time. You find your voice, you find your niche. It's, uh, it's wild. Also, there was a lot of downtime. What I was saying is during like 12 hour shifts at like a pizzeria or like retail or anything like that, where you're just kind of like standing around going on your phone. Cause it's like, it's not like you have a flux of customers the entire time. Whereas in a stream, like you don't want to just sit there and not speak for right. prolonged periods of time because people will just leave. They'll click off. You have to be like engaging for that entire six hours. That's a crazy thing. You have to keep in mind that like, yeah, your viewership might stay the same. Let's say you have 200 people, but it's not the same 200 people. So if someone right. clicks on the video and you're just sitting there on your fucking phone like this for 20 minutes, I mean, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're going to lose fucking viewership. Oh, also, there's a new YouTube feature that just came out. Very cool. Now, I'm not sure when they're rolling this out. I think it might be rolled out already for like probably like a select test group. But basically, you'll have a uh, if you're watching a Filion video and you're live during this example, if you're watching one of your videos on the reality house, it'll show a red circle around your icon and then it will say Filion is live now. You click that and then it automatically will take you to your current live stream. So let's say you're going to be like. Let's see. It's gonna be like a separate thing. No, it's all like integrated into your channel icon. So basically, like if you're watching a Philion video that's went dummy viral and it's getting ten thousand views an hour, and you're live streaming, everyone that's watching that video will see your live and be able to join the stream. It's actually uh, sick. It's very fucking cool. It's like the same thing on Instagram. Yeah, exactly. I think that the more big creators that sign these YouTube contracts, the better, because not only are they giving feedback and that is feedback that YouTube will like directly listen to. They're going to want to get more people to come over here from Twitch. So they're asking for the things that streamers want. And obviously like more discoverability when you're live on YouTube, we've talked about this for fucking years, literally on this podcast, we need better discoverability. Like there's, there's no, there's no like way to grow from live content. At least I haven't fucking discovered it. There used to be when YouTube gaming was like a separate entity, at least for right now, I mean, like, you just kind of have to, I guess, play games that are popular and hope that people click on and join and sub. You know what I mean? Are there any streamers that blow up on YouTube streaming? I couldn't tell you any names. If you guys know in the comments, definitely let me know. But I'm I'm not sure, to be honest know, with you. Are there any streamers on Twitch that blow up? <laughs> like, there's definitely, there's definitely viral... new people that have blown up on Twitch for sure. Yeah, but it's always like viral pieces taken. I guess that just makes sense, though. Yeah. I mean, short form text on the screen, viral content. How many times have we talked about it? That's the fucking future. But to circle back to the point about like the streaming versus like being a video creator, mm-hmm. I'm more passionate about creating videos than I am streaming. That's cool. And I, I look around at the top streamers and I, at this point, the current institutions and systems in place, I don't see a healthy balance. Like I don't see, I don't see like, uh, like healthiness, do you? As far as like what it takes and the hours put into being a top streamer? Yeah, like mentally and physically. I, I It's a lot. Yeah, no, it's definitely a lot. I mean, I think that there's something to be said though about anything, any career path that you're in, 
that you want to be the top percentile of, you're going to have to do like an unhealthy form of like hustle. I feel like that's something that anyone could, could agree with, you know? Yeah. I just think there's more balance inherently in creating videos where you can like work on something, post it and be like, okay, I just blew a fucking content nut. What's my next? It it also depends. I mean, like look at Frank, for example, who's been doing like these Mr. B style of Pokemon videos. He was working on his last video for like fucking weeks on end. And now that video is up and now he has to start planning the next big one. It's not like you can really take a lot of time in between forms of content like that either. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's fucking well, wild. Like there's not there's not a live camera on your face watching. That's true. Yeah. If you want to take a break, you can take a break. It's I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you guys from an outside perspective, do you think there's more work that goes into video content or do you think there's more work that goes into a live format content? We could uh, leave it at that before we wrap up, though. I got a grandmother of the week submission, my boy. And keep saying them no in. A ton way. came in after last week's episode. Finally, Sunday Sauce Podcast at gmail.com. This one is from my boy Emmanuel, who has been on my channel literally for years. He said, This is my grandma. Uh, I want to make sure I'm saying the name right. Gregoria? This woman right here is the most important woman in the world to me. Thanks to her that I am the way that I am today. She is sweet and kind lady with a hint of savagery, which always makes me laugh. The podcast has been awesome to watch. I love watching every week, and I want to include my grandma to the awesomeness. Keep up the good work and much love, guys, from Emmanuel Molina. Emmanuel, thank you for that submission. It's great to wrap up an episode with a great grandma of the week. It feels good reading a grandma of the week submission, my guy. I miss it. I really do. And now we're back. Uncut jams. Uncut jams. All right. I got a fucking flight to catch again. I love you guys. We're going to wrap it up here. I'll see you on Wednesday for the member exclusive content. I will be recording that probably shirtless in a drunk setting in my hotel room. So that's going to be really (laughs) fun. Thank you guys for watching. Phil, any final words? Say hello to your grandmother. Yeah, Say hello to your grandmother. We love you guys. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.